Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampion, and my guest today is a Navy vet, and he's a current member of the fraternity Mu Beta Phi, Mr. Jay Williams. Thank you for joining me. Oh, I appreciate you having me, good brother. Yeah, man, just, you know, we've we linked up um, through mutual friends, and we've come to have conversations, man, and I've always enjoyed chopping it up with you, so I figured it'd be an honor to get you on the podcast. Oh, uh, you know, it's definitely an honor to be on here. I greatly appreciate you. Oh, definitely, bro. Now, you grew up in Philly. Yes, sir. What was it like for you growing up in Philly? Uh, it was a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? In the mix, seeing, uh, seeing a lot of good, a lot of bad, uh, you know, like like any, 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 any hood in the city. Uh, but it, I think it was beautiful because you see our people, you know, uh, grow. And that's what I'm all about. So, would, like, was you in, like, I, I know a little bit about Philly. Was you in, what, like, South Philly, North Philly? Uh, I'm from West Philly. I'm from the bottom. They call it the bottom 38th of Wild <laughs> uh, Lived in West Philly, too. I live in North Philly now. Um, man, you see it all here. So from, the, from the bodegas to the Chinese stores to, you know, dudes still out there playing crap, shooting dice. You know, you got the fiends in Kensington. Like you get a, you get a, but it, but the city, it's love in the city. That's the that's the main thing. People show love. You know, you see it from from downtown to uptown. You gonna get love in the city. So, do you feel like y'all sometimes, you know, with everything going on, you watch the news? Do you feel like y'all get like a bad rap? We do get a bad rap, but you know, we bring it on ourselves sometimes because it's wild here. You know. uh like, even now, you know, we're supposed to be quarantined. It's still the wild, wild west out here, you know, and it's sad. Like, that's why I'm in the community, uh, you know, doing as much as I can to uplift to make sure the next generation sees the goodness out here. So you do, so you, you, um, you, you actually doing more community work now? I do a lot of community work through my, uh, through my fraternity. We do mentoring through our Mighty Warriors programs, working in the uh, schools with kids. Uh, we just wrapped up our first class that we had. Uh, it was, I wanna say first grade through fifth grade, and it's a four week program. We you know we teaching them how to grow up, tie ties, giving them good lessons and stuff like that. And uh, just introducing them to, you know, the beginning of manhood for them. Also out here giving back to the veterans uh, that are in need and, you know, homeless that are in need, whether we're feeding them, you know, giving them clothes, you know, helping, helping anybody that, that needs help. That's the important thing. And, you know, I, I believe that, you know, when you do it from the heart, that's the best part. Definitely. Now you mentioned, you mentioned the Navy. Ironically, you actually were a member of the Navy and being from the inner city, how did you end up joining the Navy? Uh, I went, I started at the first HBCU, Cheney University, and uh, I ain't get through my sophomore year. <laughs> you know, I was wild, and I, you know, it was either go to class or go party, and I went to go party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it a bean. And uh, so I, I had my son at the age of 20, and I, you know, I was dropped out, and my mom was like, listen, you ain't selling nobody drugs. 
You ain't getting out here and being no statistic. You need to find a plan. And my mom was in the Navy. And I just happened to walk past the picture of her in the crib and her dress blues. And I said, this might be the shot for me. And it was the best decision I ever made. Oh, so your mom was in the Navy? Yeah. She was so, a corpsman. So, so, I mean, was that seed planted young or not really? Not really. Not really. My mom, because uh, she, she did four years and got out in the 70s. My mom, an old head. She was a nurse. <laughs> hey, look, hold up, bro. Don't be calling your mom no old head. <laughs> hey, listen. My, I'm 34. My mom is 75 this year. My mom's an old head. <laughs> you know, love her to death. You can't tell she's 75. She, she's aging gracefully, but, you know, that's my OG right there. And uh, nah, she didn't really talk about it, you know, because she was, she was a school nurse. She worked in ERs and psych units, so you know, going to college was was what she implanted in me. And, uh, you know, I joined when Bush was in office. And I ain't think nothing of him then, but I couldn't imagine send, telling my son to sign up for the Navy now and Trump in office. That would be a no-go. You better go to school. Now, how was that? Because you, you said you had a son and you were 20. So, you you know, you were leaving him behind. So what what, what kind of feelings did that invoke? It, it was rough, especially because he was about he was about a year old when I left for the Navy. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of feelings of sadness. I'm, but, I, you know, I had to keep in my mind he was my drive. He was my goal to provide for him, you know, and I'm doing it a legit way. And, you know, once I got out of boot camp, you know, I went to Florida. It was like, okay, if I can find my my footing, close to the on on the east coast and I can go home quite often and I got stationed in Virginia and that was a relief so I could just drive home on weekends just to be with him so you used to go home every weekend from Virginia uh when I first when I first got stationed in Virginia I used to go home quite often wow I ain't that's, no a game. that's a lot now how old is your son now he's 13 man that's that's a blessing you but you said no military for him huh Nah, that's like a last resort. Like, <laughs> unless we get somebody else in office, God willing. Yeah. What What are some? What's the most valuable lessons you learned being in the Navy? Um, patience is a virtue. You know, I've uh, I've gained a lot of patience through the Navy. Uh, you know, just basic things like you on deployment, you gotta wait in line. To, uh to eat, you got 50, 60 people ahead of you. You know you're going to eat, but have some patience. <laughs> you know, you know uh, be, being on the ship, you know, uh, on deployed or even out to sea, you go out to sea for like a couple weeks. You think you're about to come home, captain come on like, up oh, it's bad weather, we about to stay out for two more days. You'd be like, huh? Mm. But, you know, it, it definitely teaches, te when, you, when you're in the Navy, you you're pissed, but once you look, get out, you know, you look back like, you know, those were small lessons taught on patience. And what's just, it, I'm sorry, what's it like on the ship? Because you mentioned it being out like a sea. What's that like? Uh, it's like this thing we're going through right now, quarantine. <laughs> uh, you know, waking up, you know, seeing water, going to work on the water. Getting off work, looking at the water, you mean 
you stay occupied, you go to the gym, you mess around with the homies, you know, you adapt. That's the biggest thing. But, it, you know, my longest time out to sea was 76 days straight. And, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a test of patience. You said 76? 76. We were supposed to pull in the port, but for political reasons, we didn't. So we just kept sailing off the Middle East. Yeah, we was deployed. And we pulled out on January 1st. I remember that deployment. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I don't think you're going to forget about 76 days. Nah. And you said, but you said you you said it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be that long. No, nah, what no? Because you normally pull in once you get over to uh, once you get out the Atlantic over into you know the Middle East and you get on station. You normally port within your first forty five fifty days. But uh, yeah, something had happened in the country we were supposed to pull into, so they said you know we, we'll miss port when we'll hit the next one and we'll stay a couple days extra. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> It was crazy. So how so the military, you you know, the military definitely provides stability. Um, it provides insurance, healthcare, things like that. But you didn't you decided to go ahead and get out. No, nah, actually I actually got medically retired. Oh. Got really? medically retired. Yeah, I had three surgeries on both my feet and uh they sat me down on their own. Wow, how long was you there? I did nine and a half, ten years. Oh, I mean, well, at least you got the retirement. I mean, I, I'm not complaining. I'm blessed. <laughs> you know, I'm blessed. Insurance for the rest of my life. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I didn't. I didn't know that. I knew you got out, but I thought you know a lot. Like a, you know, there's a good portion of people. You know, they do their eight, nine years, and they right. get to that midpoint and they get out. But I didn't know you actually. We're retired. Yeah, got retired. Disabled veteran. Wow. Did you like what was were you kind of expecting it? Was it something that was or it kind of came out of nowhere? Uh so I was rehabbing after my second my my third surgery, and I talked to my doctor, and he was like, you know, it's on it's an option, it's on the table because I have chronic arthritis and uh plantar fasciitis on both my feet. Ooh. And even though I had the corrective surgery, it didn't help. But, um, you know, they was he was like, it's on the table. So I had to uh, go to basically like a, a court, a court session. And I sat in front of a, a couple, uh, two captains and a, and a, and a general. And, uh, you know, they and I what I thought was going to happen um I get up, so I came up to the Navy Yard in D.C. for the for the court session, and my lawyer, who was a Air Force captain, she presented me an offer even before I had to touch down in the courtroom. So uh, I took the offer and took the medical retirement. Now, were you actually were you a little nervous about transitioning from the Navy to being a civilian? Of course, of course, because you know you're you're you have that stability and discipline but what i did was you know use that gi bill and the way i set it up and went to culinary school was i literally got out the navy on a friday and i started school on a monday wow so i could just keep rolling like i didn't want to break it all wow and you, and you actually finished the school right yeah yeah i, I got my associates and 
uh, culinary arts and my bachelor's in food service management. Now, is that, is that a career you're actually going to pursue? Or? See, I was going to, but the way my feet are set up, <laughs> I, I worked in a couple kitchens, you know, 12 hours on my feet just ain't for me these days. So, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to go back to school, actually, for my master's in accounting and knock that out. And then, I mean, you know, I'm going to pursue a new career field. Uh, so you're going in a totally different direction. Yeah, and I actually work in drug and alcohol now. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving out of that. Okay. Now, we mentioned earlier that you belong to the fraternity uh, Mu Beta Phi, correct? Yes, sir. Mu Beta Phi, Military Fraternity Incorporated. How did you how did you how did, how did you get involved with that? Um one of one of my founders actually was uh was a mentor on my ship and uh he told me he was uh gave me a call actually when I first moved back to Philly and uh called me up and said, Hey, listen, I'm starting a fraternity. What do you think about this? And I said, I'm all for it, I'm all for brotherhood and especially being around like minded men such as myself and uh you know, started the process. Now, how is that being in this fraternity like? Because you do the community work. So how like how has it made you a better man? Uh, and then it'll be three years in July that I've been been in a, a fraternity. Leadership, leading men, um, you know, listening, understanding because, you know, teaching the process to men, uh, is an amazing thing just and and building a bond with brothers you know uh is amazing and i'm and i'm very thankful for that it's a blessing because for for me when we first started uh mu beta phi and i was on the first line that went across we didn't know what to expect and to be here three years later and 300 men you know great men and, and brothers all over here in international is amazing what did you you said you were on the first line? First line that went across, yes, sir. Oh, so you guys like were Fresh. the first. <laughs> first. National Man. Line Alpha. Yeah. So when so when they look at the history books, that your name will be in it. They learn about us when you come through. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, sir. I'm sure being I'm sure with all the community work and things like that. Am I correct to say that it's giving you like a new purpose in life? Oh, most definitely. I think uh, I think the fraternities changed my life. You know, uh, something you know, something that just like joining the Navy, another great decision. You know, uh, being a being leadership roles. I actually am part of uh, the chapter. The, my pre, the pre, president of my chapter, excuse me, and we just won the uh, chapter of the year award. You know, that was amazing. Yeah, Appreciate it. Hard work and dedication. I couldn't have done it without the great men around me in, our, in my chapter. So do you ever sit back and, you know, because you've done, you've done a lot of good things, and it, but it seems like the Navy is what set up a lot of it. So do you ever sit back and think about what life would be like if you didn't join the Navy? I have. And, uh, you know, I wonder where I would be at because a lot of my friends are, you know, dead or in jail, you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, I, and I credit, I credit, uh, my old head, you know, that I met in college. He's my OG. You know, I got two OGs and, uh, they told me like a lot of people told me, Hey, 
don't go to the Navy. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. And uh, them two was like, you know, hey, do this. You got it, you know, and I'm thankful that I, I made that, that transition. That's great that you actually had men in your corner who could give you good guidance as opposed to deterring you from making good decisions. Facts. Now, you, what are some of the, what's the biggest goals you're looking to accomplish? Uh, I'm looking to be a homeowner in the next five years, definitely. Uh, seeing my son graduate high school, you know, go to college. Um, I don't know. I'm so open-minded. You know, I want to get my master's, you know, striving for greatness while never settling for mediocrity. I live by that. You know, uh, I'm, po I'm thinking about possibly opening up my own nonprofit geared towards uh, mentoring high school students that need it because we go in and out of these schools and a lot of these uh, a lot of the youth they they definitely need mentoring yeah it, it's definitely and did you did you actually have a mentor growing up I had a few but I just didn't listen <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't listen I'm gonna be honest do you have a do you have a double back to him now no, but I do have my two OGs that I met my freshman year of college when I touched down. And, uh, you know, I'm still in contact with them weekly. We still show each other love. Definitely. Man, I, I tell you just, um, again, I, I want to thank you for doing this. I've seen, you know, we've known each other just, you know, through more conversation than anything for about, uh, what, about f maybe five years now? Five years, yeah. And, and just to see, like, I, I, you know, I, rem I remember seeing, like, you doing the school thing, and I watched you do the fraternity thing, and I just wanted to commend you on all the positive things you're doing. I greatly appreciate that, brother. Hey, shout out to you. I see you out here doing big things as well. I appreciate it, man. Um, again, I just want to thank you, brother. I want to um, end it on a positive note. <laughs> Um, any anything you want to tell the people, like how they can follow you, or like how they can help with donating to the the community, the causes you got going on. Uh, my Facebook is Jay Williams. Uh, my Instagram is corporate underscore will thirty one eighty six. Um, if you would like to donate to the fraternity, uh, Beta Five Military Fraternity Incorporated, um, and our Mighty Warriors as well. And also, if you're a veteran and you're looking for a strong brotherhood that does a lot of great community service, New Beta Phi is, is out here and, you know, we'll, we'll, we always will, willing to, you know, we, we leave no, no man left behind. Definitely a positive message, brother. Um, oh, oh, before I forget, before I forget and sign out, thank you for your service, brother. Oh, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for yours too, brother. Definitely. And thank everyone for listening and shout out to my sponsor, First Gen Fly. Thank you for everyone who's been continuing to support and listen to the podcast. Y'all have a great day.